Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. We have a special guest all the way from the great state of Colorado. I think she's been the guest that we've had on the most. The mostest? The guest with Mm -hmm. the mostest? Yeah. Are you the mostest? I guess so. This is Amanda. Amanda. (laughs) If you're listening to past podcasts and I always say, well, Amanda told me this, or I was talking to Amanda, this is who I'm talking about. You have two Amandas in your life. One's a board member and one's an attorney. Yeah, well, attorney is AM. AM. When we met the attorney the other night, she was like, oh, you're that Amanda. You're the (laughs) other Amanda. It's like I'm having an affair with another Amanda. You're it. You're it. I was kind of waiting OG. for the intro music, guys. You're the OG. <laughs> <laughs> that comes afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You're the OG Amanda, so you're it. Yeah, we put that in later. I know, but I was kind of hoping maybe we play it somewhere <laughs> we'd get hyped. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh, hyped. you're so funny. That's so hilarious. Well, you're in town because it's a very special weekend. It You've is. been here for a while. You guys have been braiding each other's hair for hours and hours and days and days. Have you been here for 48 hours? Yeah, I got in Wednesday night. Wednesday night? So mm-hmm. that means you guys have slept a total of two hours? No, we've <laughs> actually been sleeping. Yeah. Yeah? We've had long days, so. We ha- we're long like. Nights. Yesterday was a long day. Mm-hmm. Today's going to be a long day. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's going to be a long day. It's just that time. It is. It's mm-hmm. that time because it's book party time. That it's time here. of the year. It's here. There's so I've much going on this week. I've been saying my third annual book party. Third <laughs> annual book party? Sis, it this is wow. That mom and I were talking last night. It's like, okay, what's sis going to do after the book party? Well, I said sleep. Yeah, sleep. That's why I have them at the end of the year. And then next year, I'm not having a book party. I'm like, gosh, what am I going to do? And then it just dawned on me. There's a reason why I'm not having. Well, it just dawned on me like because you're going to have one for me. Going to no, not gonna have one for Amanda. <laughs> Oh, Amanda's book comes out next year. Yes. When does your book come out? So it comes out year. at the end of April. Oh, that's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, end yep. of April. Just in time for Mother's Day, your book is that's going to right. be the biggest Mother's Day gift on the planet. I hope so. Tell everybody what your book's about. My book is called The Modern Bohemian Table. That guy's bringing his beer into Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that's, that's kind of cool. The Modern Bohemian Table. Yes, and it is all about um, like the modern style of entertaining and connecting with friends. Tells you how to build your entertaining collection, like all the stuff you need. Dang. And then I want this book. Um, about 40 different party ideas. Holy smokes. Yep. Recipes. Recipes, yep. Every DIYs. party has a DIYs. Every party has a food recipe and a cocktail recipe. Mm-hmm. Holy snikes. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is, this is, napkins. This yes. is worth the price of a mission. I hope so. That's what I was trying to do. How big? What, what size did you go with? It is um, like an 8 by 10. Because we imagined sitting but the it thickness next to of the thickness of floral by hand. Yeah. So about 220 pages. Dang, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's all we've been doing yeah, we're reorganizing the design a bit. April. April. Sweet. Yep. You're going to do that in. You're going to do that in Denver. You're going to do the book launch in Denver. Yeah, I'm going to do like a curated special VIP dinner, and then I'm going to do um, my big like warehouse sale. Nice. Um, and also make that the book party because I have about like 300 people come out to that. 
So I thought, That's like, perfect. this is a good opportunity oh. to Dang. Yeah. also have my book available. Sis, yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to put any extra stress on you, given uh-huh. that the your book party's tomorrow. But Amanda yeah. is kind of a professional party person. So when she does a book party, it's liable she's to be a throwdown. She's gonna she's gonna <laughs> set the bar real high. <laughs> real high. Well, I'm selling discount furniture, so people <laughs> really really love that and come for that. So Dang. That's what they're really gonna come for. That's a beautiful idea, though. Bonus. It yeah. is brilliant. Holy cow. Dang. You got to start hoarding. I know. Because <laughs> I, I didn't have enough. S- well, I had enough stuff this last time. Yeah, but now you good. got rid of it all. So now you got. I know. And I didn't plan hoard. on like hoarding too much more. But now I really got to hoard yeah. for the book party to make sure everybody comes out. That's so awesome. But now you can like hoard things that you can use in the book. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a lot more tabletop. Yeah. Versus just furniture. Furniture. Yeah. How long you been doing? How long you been doing your thing? Well, I've had hunt and gather for. I'm about. I'll be in my fourth year in the spring. Fourth year. Mm -hmm. Has it been all cracked up to everything you thought it would be? No, but you know what they say about like that third year is where you either make it or break it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very very true. Yeah. Like I finally figured it out in the third year. That's so true. Um, They say that about. The growth of trees, first year it sleeps, second year it creeps, third year it leaps. And the the same could be said about business. It's yeah. kind of that make or break tipping point. You know, that first year it sleeps, it's really sleepy. Yeah. Second year it just creeps along, third year, bang. That happened with Alec Kay too. For sure. Ish. For sure. Yeah. And then it's just been... So you're over that tipping point. What would you tell people, because a lot of people give up in year one and two, what would you tell them? Um, if it's really... that. There were so many times where, like, you have those hard days or those hard people, but then weeds. I... Weeds. yes. Not weed, but weeds. <laughs> weeds. <laughs> weeds versus flowers, so they're sucking up all your energy. Yeah. Um, and I think the key is I, I had to sit and think, like, what do I really want to do? Do I really feel like I'm, like, good at this? Do people, like, actually buy into you know, what I truly am. Mm -hmm. And it was a yes. So it was like, okay, Did that get you through those low periods? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, how do I refigure the business to get there? enough to say yes? Well, then that's where you got to They're going to struggle as an entrepreneur. Yeah. They're going to struggle as an entrepreneur. And that's where you you either entrepreneur. (laughs) I cannot spell that word to save my life. (laughs) Oh, no, there's no way. It's too many of the same letter. Too many. Yeah. So it, you either have to have some serious grit and resilience going in, or you have to surround yourself with a board that brings that grit and resilience to you if you don't have it so you can develop it. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's, you know, the lows and highs get big. I believe it helps if you journal those lows and highs and so you can go back and reflect on them to see that you are building resilience. Yeah, I kind of wish that I had at least kept, like, some sort of business journal. Well, we have, <laughs> we have an That's app for that. We have an app for that. And guess what, people? Oh, my gosh. Drum roll, please. It's live. The app is live. Holy snikies. Y'all the app have been is listening to us to gripe about how the app is going slow and it's happening, but it's not happening. And we don't know when it's going to happen, but it is here. The app is out. If you search in, so it's available for 
Apple and Android phones. Google on so the Google store. So you can go to the, the Google store. Play store. You can go to the Amazon Play store, and you can go to iTunes and t- search in High Low, and it should be the first one that pops up. It's the first one that pops up when we first launched it. And you typed it in High like Low. It's like twentieth after all of the the board games and the card games. <laughs> now it's the number one app that shows up if you type in High Low, and it's a journaling. Um, app that allows you to keep up and it's kind of cool and, and a dollar of every download goes to NAMI the National Alliance of Mental Illness yes um, we're hoping to make a sizable contribution um, first quarter of next year Allie wants to go on Ellen and, dad and wants to go on Ellen <laughs> I, I I would not hate going on Ellen makes you makes him worried why because t- that's a lot of eyeballs. And everyone's <laughs> going to be like, I Watching. don't know. Yeah. Uh, We're getting a trademark in the, at the moment. Yep. We, yes. So download the app, Apple, Amazon, but make sure you rate it. If you love us, rate please rate it. It, it takes yeah. two seconds. Just give us Hello, you can't miss it because it's a, it's a black icon with a white Yeah, mark you'll on immediately it. see and be like, oh, that's Allie K. That's Allie K. It's like, oh, we know Allie Kay. So you were, you were saying that that was a little bit of a rabbit, a purple squirrel <laughs> moment that we had there. Had you written some things down, it would have helped along the way to go back and build some additional resilience? I think so, because I would have seen, um, okay, well, I've, I've made this mistake, and this is what I learned from it. This This right. is kind of looking like that mistake, so let's kind of curve this other way instead. Yeah. There's no classes for that in school, to the best of my knowledge. The skin knee class would be a very popular class of here's some common mistakes that people make. Don't make these mistakes, but guess what? You're going to have them. Huh? Ethics. Ethics. That's uh, a class. It is a class, but that just kind of that kind of tells you how you should act. Oh. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't cover a lot of... You know, hey, here's some mistakes and here's some skin knees that's happened along the way. That's for sure. And there's plenty. And I think that's an important lesson. Everybody's going to skin their knee at some point in time. You're going to screw up. You're going to make a mistake. And I don't know. It's not the end of the world. I mean, we say this all the time. The world did not stop spinning. Did it cost you some money? Maybe. Did it cost you some time? Possibly. Uh, But you learn from it. You pick yourself up and you go, okay, what do I do different next time? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not a big fan of people that treat other people like a jerk. I, I tend to have a little bit, my empathy scale should be higher, but it's much, much lower. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're always, me and Amanda are constantly going back and forth. And we're like, well, like, what would dad say? Like, oh, we have to give them the benefit, benefit of, the of the doubt. And it's so hard. We were just talking about this It's last much night. easier to do when it's someone else, but when it's one of my kids, <gasps> benefit of the doubt. It's so hard. <laughs> well, we were just talking about last night, and it's just like, like we give them all of this, and then still in return, we don't get... Not saying like we don't get anything back, but it, we still are are not mistreated or I don't know. It's hard. It it is hard. Well, like hey, look, how much if it benefit was easy, of the doubt every, do you give people? Well, right until they don't deserve it, right? And that's kind of the rule of thumb. You give them the benefit of the doubt until they can no longer um, warrant have being given the benefit of the doubt. Trust is a trust is a is a two way contract. Right, mm-hmm. and I've always been the believer. Now, Malcolm Gladwell just wrote a book on this, the way we talk to people, and it is one of the 
most challenging parts of the human relationship is that we tend to, believe it or not, in society, we tend to skew to giving people the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes that gets us in trouble, right, by giving people the benefit of the doubt. Although his conclusion is if we didn't have that in society, we would be in big trouble, right, because nobody would trust anybody. So there is a little bit of a contract that we go into situations that we give people a modicum of a benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. now that's immediately earned kept or eliminated right so if i extend a slight benefit of of doubt like i'm gonna you're gonna treat me well so i'm gonna extend a little bit of a trust i'm immediately looking for a response can i hold on to this trust that i've extended you yeah and then immediately you get a little something back and you go okay that that first interaction made me feel like I can. And that contract exists until it doesn't exist. And the minute somebody drops it, then all of a sudden everything is out. And so the challenge that you have in business is if you get too far down the line and you're working off of trust, somebody said, hey, yeah, it's good. Come on over and do this. And you're going, okay, thanks. I'm going to come over and do this. Can I do this? Yeah, it's good. And you have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You get so far down the line, then all of a sudden someone else steps in and says, no, you can't do that kind of throws everything into a little bit of a tailspin yeah at times and so that's why we've put you know contracts in place that's why lawyers are so popular (laughs) to broker trust yes right but even then contracts are broken every day Mm -hmm. right and so it's a it's a fragile it's a fragile dance that we have with people all day long i've always tried to lean into the benefit of the doubt and I, and I will extend it right until I can't extend it anymore. And then it has to be built back up. And then you up. have to sing the Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Which is? Um, I, I forgot, forgot that, that you, that you existed. existed. Oh. Yeah. Forgot <laughs> that you existed. Don't get into any copyright laws. we've been laws. talking about trust as it relates to weeds and or takers mm-hmm. not weed but weeds weeds, weeds. i keep saying yes. that because you're from denver <laughs> and i never know if you're talking about weed and cannabis or weeds weeds, weeds. pulling weeds well adam grant wrote the most influential book on this the the industrial psychologist out of wharton he says there's there's really three kinds of people but two main categories givers and takers and then there's there's a person in the middle that's kind of a negotiator <laughs> they kind of play both ends mm-hmm. against the middle but there are givers or takers. And the takers are weeds. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do. They take up all the oxygen. They take up all the nutrients. I'm going to say this because I'm not from Denver, but there's a lot of take weeds. There's a lot of weed, weed and Denver. weeds in Denver. Really? Yeah. Is it just that kind of environment? I, I think so. I, don't, I, think I mean, you're not from there, but you live there. People feel pretty competitive really? for some odd reason. We certainly don't have the type of community that like I've seen here with Allie and all the different businesses that have been on the podcast. We went to the Flea Style opening this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we don't really see that. It's community over competition? Yeah. And I, I feel like the competition, um, you know, like we're almost pitted against each other more. In Denver? Um, in Denver. Okay, so this is really... As Taylor Swift says, it's not love, it's not hate, it's indifference. So that's when something we've been talking about is like, Apathy do we so. try and like, quote unquote, teach people a lesson when we feel like things have been wrong or do we confront them or do we just like move forward? And we've decided to move forward. Yeah, we shouldn't give them their our energy. Yeah. 
it's very interesting. I'm going to pull a thread on something but you just said. But half of, like, but a ton of me wants to teach him a lesson yeah. because that's my inner person. Like, stop it. Like, Colorado, everything into teaching Colorado has a reputation as a whole of being very progressive and very liberal in its thinking, which means, by definition, very open and progressive to, you know, um, everybody should get something and we should get along, et cetera, et cetera. But what you just described to me is not jiving with that. Well, it could just be, you know, like some, the industry, one of the industries that I'm in, I guess that I've really gotten my start in, which is made up of a lot of transplants, I'd say. Transient type of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people not from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very popular in Colorado. Like, a lot of people go there and stay in there. In general, yeah. I would say, you know, politically and with like our neighbors and things like that, the schools, it, it is pretty progressive. Yeah. Very. So it might just be certain industries. Because previously, so I've worked for myself for eight years now and so the kind of four or five years before hunt and gather i was a consultant and worked with a lot of startups tech startups small were you in colorado then i was yeah and um i didn't see uh the same things that i see now so it's more on the entrepreneurial side yes i'd say that for sure so oh that's so fascinating so the individuals are going after each other. There's really not enough to get around, so we're going to come after you. Wow, that's fascinating. And my thought has been, like, there's so much to go around, particularly, like, with the wedding industry. There's so many weddings in Colorado. Well, yeah, I mean, what you're describing is a serious people scarcity come mentality. To Colorado to get married. Yeah. yeah, in addition to all the young people that live there yeah. because it's a super attractive place for millennials to live and have a certain lifestyle. So, I mean, like, there's thousands of weddings in Colorado and one person couldn't do them all no but there's yep but yet there's a scarcity mentality yes wow that's interesting mm-hmm. that's a bummer how but do you deal I with that if like we start reflecting like there's enough like like just that's showing trying like, to do you can have this or like yeah. hey here's a wedding I can't do it here like if we just like start like I give a lot of referrals. Yeah. Because I and really slim like, down. Oh, okay, yeah, there is, there is. Yeah, like, and I decided I'm only going to take clients who really, really fit with with me and with the look and their vendors. And I guess the biggest way I've dealt with it is I've changed my business model. Oh, yeah? So now I do half of my business is in um, weddings and half of it is in home stagings for um, homes that go on the market Love or yeah. con- model homes, oh. things like that. You would be what we would see on HGTV when we're like looking at the final product. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it would be what staged. really happens. Yep. They yeah. come Those aren't really it. their people's homes. No, no that's they're not staged. Really their stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's so cool. <laughs> that's a yeah. big market. Yes. Wow. And it's been, you know, something the realtor tells me the address, gives me the lockbox. I go over there, I do it. Dang. You don't have to deal with people. Yep, nobody's that there. That is legit. Sold every house in uh, two weeks. What? Yep. Holy smokes. That's a great ROI. Mm-hmm. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do people have the... Because I've always wondered this because, you know, every time you watch an HGTV show, they come in, they go, oh, this is so beautiful. And I always wondered, 
would they keep the furniture? Were they so? Do people ever come in and go? I love this just the way it is. Please sell me this everything in here. So we've had that happen a couple times. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. That's the ultimate compliment, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm okay with you know like I'll go in and get maybe like some pieces of art or things like that that I'm not willing to sell, but most of the time I can always buy more furniture. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So it's that's been a really great cool. model. Well, it protects you a little bit against the ups and downs and cyclicalness of any market right right because the real estate market tends to you know sag a little bit you got the other side right people are always going to get married yep always always sis what's going through your brain <laughs> a lot high low <laughs> um you need to pull out your app and check i know i almost did but you I almost did why I didn't pretty you pretty much know what it oh, is you pretty much week. know <laughs> of course right when i get an high app i know i know well, definitely. Something to talk about. Um, I am multiplies. Amanda being here has definitely been the biggest high. Just because it's nice to have her close, close. by. Close. Yep. I'm like, hold on. I need to. I need to talk about this. Having board members this close is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wiggy. I would. I could. I could. We could live together. Yeah, we could. Yeah. We'd work a lot. We would work a lot. We're just sitting there. On a Are Friday you saying night that you're going to move to Denver? No. We might have a better shot of getting here. her down here. Yeah. Your Bohemian vibe is is a rich center cut spot in Denver. I think it would be huge here in Dallas too. Yeah, but she wouldn't be able to thrift. Yeah, because like, we've, we've tried to thrift here and it just isn't it's the same. Horrible. Well, that's yeah. all right. Do a thrift trip to wherever <laughs> once a quarter. And we are going to Rose Bowl in January. We're excited. By the about way, that. all the more reason why I think you would thrive here because thrifting you, you there's not a lot down here so if somebody had that even if she they brought would it in literally have you would own the market drive all the yeah things all down. over texas yeah. yeah okay well all the more reason that means the business model solid nobody has it so if somebody cracked the market you're it what else any other highs sis well my book came out and hilo came out so that was all they all, all came all at once all which at i once. knew that was gonna happen it's it's fine it's all whatever. right it's okay might as well. Any lows? I had a very, very, very long day yesterday, but I had friends and assistants, and they all surrounded me. I even had a friend just text me like, I had a really bad dream about you yesterday. Are yeah. you okay? That's I'm like, ooh, freaky. That's crazy. That's freaky so Friday yesterday. I just, it's just really grateful. I'm just really grateful and blessed and just kind of gives me chills knowing that I have... Because typically, like when you're in like these lowest points and you don't have people around you, you're like, oh man, no one's no one's helping me, like no one. But then that's when like your true friends come out, and I have a lot of true friends. Which How is just frequently really great. do we talk about this? You've got to surround yourself with that group, yeah. right? You got to surround yourself with that group. I'm I'm speaking at uh, UNT next week on networking and leadership, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the concepts that we talk about is how to build your network and that you should have that close inner circle that we call our board, the three people. Then you should have a circle that goes out from there. It's a little more people. They're not as intimate and close, mm-hmm. but they're the ones that would surround you, send you a text message going, hey, I was just thinking about you. And come to your book party. And come to your book party. Mm-hmm. Then you have that next circle out. You, you know them, you interact with them, but they're maybe not as close as that other circle in. And then finally, there's that bigger tribe of people that you may not know but they're part of that following and 
you want to build that very deliberately. The problem that a lot of people make is that they try to stick everybody in their tribe into one circle. And they don't all fit. And Mm -hmm. that causes anxiety because it's like, I can't be friends with everybody at the same level. Yeah. And it creates a lot of anxiety. So if you put those boundaries in place, hey, I'm going to spend, I'm going to pour into this three the most. Mm -hmm. This next group I'm going to pour into, but not at the same level, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those boundaries are so critical up front. We just don't teach that. And some people create a lot of anxiety. And what happens is they get the reversed effect. And the reverse effect is, if I can't be friends with everybody at the same level, I'm not going to be a friend with anybody. And then they end up with, they end up being alone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's really bad. So I think it's, there's a lot of wisdom in, in that, managing that appropriately. You've learned how to do that over time. Yeah, every It was time. harder early on when you were younger. Yeah, and I get, I think the most popular question is like, where do you, like, where do you find these people? A lot of them, Instagram, that's how me and Amanda met. You've met some people at your warehouse sales. My warehouse sales, yeah, there were Instagram connections and came to my sale. Well, they start in one of the earlier, they start in one of the other rings. Did you them on Instagram first and then they came? No, they started following me on Instagram. Yeah. And then like yeah. interacting with my... Posts. content and yeah. then came to my sale yeah but then it was like a how can i help you conversation yeah. and then it just hit that's and i think that you share knowledge that is key right there sis it's the ones who approach you wanting to pour into you mm-hmm. those are the ones you want the closest to you versus givers and takers right versus the ones that want to take something from you yeah if someone comes up to me like hey how can i help you i'm like Oh, you're a good friend. You have but, potential. Okay, but okay. <laughs> you have potential. I say that actually, and that has happened, and a person like that has been that way, but then turned into a taker because they're like, oh, how can I help you? Thinking that I'm going to interact with them, knowing that they're like, now want to take, like, oh, you, I gave you something, now you got to give me something. Quid pro quo. That's the middle person. That's the middle person. They're the negotiator. They're the one foot in, one foot out. They're the ones that I'll do something in return for something. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the middle person. The, the givers are the ones that are truly there, and they will give, give, give. The, now, there's problems with bo- with all three groups, right? right. Uh, the takers will suck you dry mm-hmm. and, and really have no remorse. I mean, if you skew too far, you become a social path. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Givers, on the other hand, who who only give and don't take time to replenish, will actually wear themselves out. They'll burn out. They'll they'll just shrivel because they're not taking anything in. There's a great example from the Middle East. It's one of my favorite examples. Um, there's a river, the Jordan River, that runs through the Middle East, and it runs uh, north and south. And in the middle is the Sea of Galilee, small little city, and or sea. And at the bottom is the Red Sea. And what's very interesting about these two seas is the Sea of Galilee has an input and an output. The Jordan River runs into it, and the Jordan River runs out of it. The Sea of Galilee has been supplying fish to that region for 3,000 years. The Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea for a very reason. It has water coming in, but it has no way to have things going out. Mm. And so, therefore, the, 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 the salt content of that sea nothing can live in that to the point that you're actually buoyant there's so much salt in in that water and what that what that teaches us about life is 
as much as we're giving out, we need to be taking in to replenish. And givers can give out too much and not take in and shrivel, right? So it's, it, is a, it is an interesting balancing act, but you need those people in your life. And then you have the negotiators in the middle, quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. I'll do something for you in return, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> right? They can become weeds pretty quick if they're not, if they're not paying attention. Yeah, I only come around when something good is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they need something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so the negotiators are a little tricky in life, too. Amanda, hi, low. Well, obviously, hi is being here. Obviously. With me? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Of course. Of having breakfast with me <laughs> this morning? Um, I also, I had my warehouse sale last weekend. Dang. Which was wonderful. I love She's it. Warehouse, so warehouse sounds so cool. Well, instead of I had a storage unit sale last week. (laughs) Well, and I decided not to do it at the storage units, so I rented out an art gallery and I set it up as a big showroom. It was perfect. That's awesome. And um, that was great. I love my favorite part about that is like seeing how excited people are for my treasures that I no longer want. Because I mean, I still love everything and I would keep everything, but that's that's the problem. Right. So that would make you a hoarder. Yes. Right. So, um, so and they send me photos afterwards Are when you they put it in their house. Higher when you buy it or higher when you sell it? Ooh. Ooh. You That's know, it's about question. equal. Really? Because I get, I, um, yeah, I feel like, I guess I get energy from both. Yeah. Dang. So, yep. And then, and then I went straight into staging my own house to sell. What? It looks so good. Like yeah. that's got to be so home. hard. It was very hard. Um, and so we got that all ready to go. Pictures on Wednesday, put on the market yesterday. Um, She's already got some showings. Yeah, we got like a day full of showings what? today and an open house tomorrow. Aren't you so. glad you're not there? Oh uh, yeah, and my f- and all the boys are gone too. My yeah. husband, son, and dog. Dang. They were not. My dog and son were not allowed into the house oh, after yeah. I finished. <laughs> and then my husband's been there by himself as everyone's with grandparents. Nice. Um, and he he actually did a good job. He kept it nice. Where you my mom to? Checked on him. Uh, probably just yeah, just yeah. somewhere around the neighborhood. Bigger house. Bigger house. Did you call? Reach out to HGTV to do a house hunters. Well, so actually, they do. Um, HGTV is like second biggest production company is actually in Denver. Yeah. So they wow. do. Yeah. Yeah, they do um, Fixer Upper. High, high Noon or something like high that. High Noon, yeah. yep. Yeah. Fixer Upper. You and they so do. should apply. Well, I at least want to stage for their Denver House Hunters. Duh. Because they yeah, do House Hunters. But hunter. that's how you get in the door is that you apply to be that and then Hang you on, like wait a minute. say, like, you hey. Quick pro quo. Watch out now. Watch no, out now. No, then you that's how she gets her foot in the door because then you say like, Hey, yeah, like I actually stage homes too, like this is so awesome and they're like, Oh my gosh, really? They don't like, take any submissions, so I'm gonna put together like a little portfolio get, packet and no, just that's send how it over you get there in the door. for you gotta apply yeah. for to your own house and then you have to like that's how I got into weddings. I started doing being the fake bride. Yeah. And then I was like talking oh, to the people. I'm like, hey, I, actually, I can, I do lettering too. They're like, really? Wow, that's awesome. And then they started hiring me for the fake bride and the thing. <laughs> so it was great. That's how you can give for free. the door. That's yeah. genius. Dad, yep. that was genius. Genius. Amanda. Okay, fly. okay, fine. I'm just hoping it all happens a lot faster than that. You just never know. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. Well, the thing about. Um, House hunters is you got to have the house already purchased. Yeah, you already yeah, buy it. So, yeah, I mean, so that's like true. You got to have true. that thing done. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it's all staged. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I we'll just stay doing really with all of our stuff bubble. and I'll be yeah. like, this just looks so much like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> it's really sweet. And I want Jibble. all the furniture. And all the furniture, too. Just how it is. <laughs> Did you have a Yeah, we moved in and nothing really changed. Um, well, staging the house was really hard. Yeah. And, you know, like anytime you're going through a big move like that, it's just, uh, and you're going through all your stuff, that's just a lot for everybody. Oh, so geez. like my husband it's is just emotional. like oh gosh this is a lot of work and my mother-in-law was in town my parents were over helping it was just like a lot because she has a lot of stuff well yeah in some ways like i have a lot of work stuff and then honestly my How son has a lot of junk yeah <laughs> i wonder where that came from <laughs> have you turned him loose with his own credit card and target no not yet <laughs> <laughs> So. My dad set him loose in Cabela's yesterday, it oh looks like. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> That's just, take me with him. I know it. I'll do it. Man, I I got a gift card for Cabela's from my sister, and I, I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this? So I went on the website. Three hours later, I'm still on the freaking oh website gosh. scrolling through going, I don't know what to buy. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> too many options. It's too many. It's the paradox of options. That's why I don't yeah. get people more than two options to choose from for design things. It's this or this. Yep. Yeah, I found and that then they like, too. And then they're like, oh, can I see more? And they want to see like these three extra options. I'm like, this is a bad idea. I think this is too many. And I even say that in the email. I'm like, you might be a little overwhelmed. But right. here are these three options, and sure enough, it took them twice as long to get back to me. And uh -huh. they're like, you're right. We can't decide. I'm like, Well, it's oh. because some people... It's like I know what I'm talking about or something. Some people no. know exactly what they're looking for in their brain, and they just mm -hmm. have a hard time articulating. So they need a they need a designer to pull out of their brain. Mm -hmm. And then there are people that don't know what they want. They just know what they don't want. Yeah. And yeah. so they design by elimination. They are the worst for creatives. Yeah. It's like, I don't... I don't know what I want, so show me everything, and I'll eliminate everything. Whatever's left, it must be what I want. Ugh, those are the worst. Most yeah. of my clients now are like, you know what? You just do it. Yeah, that's the best kind of client. Yeah. So. Well, you, but again, it takes trust. You know, you yes. build that up over time, and they go, okay, I totally, I totally trust you. I had no idea I wanted this. This is awesome, right? Yep. yep. I'm learning that. Like, I, I really want to be the person that is like just creative freedom. Like, you got it whatever you want to do and then when I get it back like me personally I typically don't like it so I'm trying to learn that like balance between a control freak versus not <laughs> versus <laughs> not yeah I had that with my new book cover right I said I know what I want in my mind and then we went back and forth and by the way, you were one of her friends that actually voted yeah. with Did her. Vote. With oh, her. I voted with you? Yes. No. You always vote against me. Oh, no. So I thought she was I with I voted color. Oh, that's no, right. You did. You canceled her out. It. That's right. She always does it. Because <laughs> she knows. She's like, Allie's going to pick that the one, so I'm going to pick, pick the, the other, other one. one. No, I'm just drawn more to mm -hmm. color. color. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. So is the rest of the world, by the way. She did make me go out and buy a black jacket to wear to the book signing party. Because last year my it red jacket. It might be jacket, too hot. It's going to be perfect. It's 74, 74. degrees. 74. It's kind of. I'm going to wear a t-shirt, jeans, and a jacket. Is that cool? Yeah. Because I have to I have to bolt right after and head to the airport. So does Amanda. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, should I wear my tux jacket to the airport? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the silk flower tux yeah. jacket in the airport. Fancy schmancy. Yeah. Well, they didn't upgrade me, so I look a little out of place. Well, we got tons going on today. We should probably cruise this thing into a landing pattern and then go get on with our day. Did you already get your nails done? <laughs> what? I asked what I asked. I was like, what happened in the dream? And she's like, please be careful today. Like, I'm so glad you're alive. I saw you get hit and dragged by a car. What? Holy snikes. She wow. could have buried the lead wow. on that one. Wow. Dang. Horrible. Okay. I kind of did la- yesterday, though, if you think about it. You feel like you got hit and drugged by a car. <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically, Metaphorically. Yeah. Let's, let's make that clear metaphorically. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, you need to... Um, you need to tell your friend that she needs a little more CBD when she goes to sleep. Yes. That's a violent. That's a violent <laughs> dream. That is a violent dream. Holy cow! All right. Well, we probably need to wrap. Yep. We got a ton going on. Amanda, I'm so glad you're here. I'm you so always glad show to be up here. at the right time for yeah. her. I seriously, she's like, "Did you call Dad?" I was like, "No, I have you." <laughs> I didn't hear from her all day need, yesterday. I didn't need to tell Dad you were right. here. But if Amanda wasn't here, I would have been calling you a million times. I know it. Cause it would, or texting you SOS. I know it. And mm-hmm. I would have had to leave what I'm doing to come down and help support. Yep. yep. And it would have just been support. Yep. yep. You, you got it. You support yep. SOS. Um, I can't think of something punny. <laughs> <laughs> support our sis. There you Good go. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Look at you. Look, clocking in. Clocking in. <laughs> clocking in at the last minute. All right. We we probably should roll. Amanda, you're awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Any last things, Amanda? Uh, no final words. Best best I've um, also business advice that you've been gotten this year? Oh, I feel like I should have been prepped for that one. We ask every guest. You listen. I know. Um, <laughs> I just say thank you. You're oh, going to okay. ask me. This is what I keep telling other people, too, because I think this has been the key for my, like, getting over the year three. Yeah. Is, like, you have to, um, like, do you, which, you know, like, you have to do what you know is right, mm-hmm. do what you know works for you, for your family, for your business, mm-hmm. and some people are going to get hurt, and some people are going to feel left behind, um, and some people are not going to like it. But, you know, you those have to. Those are the weeds. Yeah. And those are really hard because lots of weeds look like flowers. Yeah. Sometimes. You just have to, like. So true. Kind of put your head down, move forward, yep. keep going. And know that, like, you feel better. You feel good about the decision you've made for yourself. Yeah. Because hopefully, like, when you look up, by the time, like, you just sit down, put your head put your head down and you look up and you see all these people around you that are loving you and yeah. supporting you and, and you your forget business that is the growing. weeds existed yes <laughs> yeah chokes out the weeds yep yeah the the flowers then choke out the weeds that's true yeah yep. all right sis pop a song it's gonna be fine it's gonna be a good day love da you sis na, 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 na. love you sis love you too pop a song see you bye bye